Welcome to Adjust a Medium podcast. I'm your host, Katrina, and join me as we uplift our health, tap into our power, and challenge the status quo. Every episode, a step towards a life of intention, authenticity, and inspired action. Let's venture into our hearts and what's possible when we dare to do things differently. Today, we are delving into a deep dive all about discovering our solar plexus and our energy center. I'm going to share perspectives around the center from my medical intuitive background, some experience with kinesiology, and my true personal experiences to share with you how this energy center works, how it is our innate inner guidance system, and it is the core source of our personal power. We're going to explore how this influences our confidence, our decision-making, how we perceive the world around us, and most importantly, our personal self-esteem. Personal self-esteem is one of the backbones to supporting our energy as a whole and who and how we are showing up in the world. Something that I've really found to be a core issue that I would love to explore with you today. So we're going to deep dive into some transformative ideas and how you can help yourself harness the energy of your solar plexus and how to really get strong, clear inner guidance from yourself. So let's get ready to tune in, take some time to reflect and journey into what our solar plexus is all about. Our solar plexus are part of a seven main chakra system of our energy field. So what we are is we are a physical body and our power, our energy per se to our physical body comes from our metaphysical body, which is our energy field around us. But a very brief overview is we have seven main ones. Our first one is our root or our base chakra. Now this is at the base of our spine and it goes between our feet. It basically covers our survival system. It's very connected to our karma. It's a more dense energy center to influence, but it is very powerful and it sustains our grounding and our connection to Mother Earth. Then we have our second, which is our sacral center. This is our lower belly uh, around our sacral region, our reproductive organs. This is about honoring ourselves, connects us to issues of guilt and money, control, creative blocks, that kind of thing. Our solar plexus is our third energy center. And I'm going to come back and explore this one in depth, but basically it is below our ribs in our upper belly. And this is how we honor ourselves. Our fourth energy center is our heart. And this is our center of our chest. This is about our emotions, how we give, receive love, discrimination, separation, resentment, um, commitment, forgiveness, compassion, hope, trust. Love is our divine divine power. And this is one of our largest energy centers in relation to our connection with oneness. Our fifth is our throat. And this is the area between your throat and neck. Uh, This is about 
our personal message that flows through us and out of us and our connection to the divine and our will in relation to how we share that. It's connected to our throat, our thyroid. Um, It's about choices, control over our life, our personal expression, uh, following our dreams, using our personal power to create. It can also be related to addiction, judgment, criticism, faith, and ability to make decisions. Our six is our third eye. This is our forehead between our eyebrows. It encompasses the lower part of our brain, our nervous system, our eyes, how we see our world externally and how we see our world internally. This is an intuitive center. So it is a receiving center for different spiritual gifts that we all have connection to. Our emotional intelligence and our ability to transcend this earth's plane and access our wisdom. And in this area, we only seek truth. Our seven energy center is our crown and this is our scalp upper part of our brain and the lower like our pineal and pituitary glands it also is above i see it as a medical intuitive working in this space the crown chakra is one of the most visible messenger centers for sending messages on where illnesses are within the body and any let's say blowouts in this energy center that can have physical effects to us this center is our connection to our own divine nature oneness our ability to surrender to divinity, our ethics, our ability to see bigger pictures, our inspiration. This space here is potent. It is one of the most, I see it as one of the most magical and inspirational parts of an energy center because it truly is the difference of where we start and the rest of the world begins. It's just incredible to see the access of power to our connection to oneness that's here. And this is how we live in the present moment and ultimately our connection to God or spirit or universe or the divine or however it is that you see that. So that's how I see, or that's how it is, the seven energy centers. And particularly as a medical intuitive, we are always working as in the metaphysical body as well as the physical. So the metaphysical body, initially seeing those seven energy centers, we can immediately see if there's any alignment issues with the energy centers, if there's less power, if there's power leaking in some of them. And as we explore the solar plexus energy center today, we will go into more depth of that. These energy centers can be highly influenced by our external world and also our internal world. They have different layers. So they have our physical, emotional, mental, psychic, spiritual layers of them. And each layer of them can be affected, let's say negatively or positively. They can be charged by something which then can create a leaking in power. Let's say, for example, I walk up to you and I just start telling you everything going on about my personal experiences that doesn't mean a single thing to you. I clearly have got a leak in my emotional body, in my solar plexus chakra, because everything is just flowing out of me and I and I'm not I'm not drawing into that personal power or that boundary and that self-responsibility and self-esteem. That's just an example of a physical response that you might experience especially if you're an empath on the day-to-day of how somebody's solar plexus center could have an internal leak, let's say. So the solar plexus is our center. It's close to our center of our 
energy um, centers. So it's number three. The way I see and the way I I know a lot of other medical intuitives see this is the top uh, energy centers like our crown, our third eye, our throat and our heart. They can move quite quickly. Uh, They can adjust and change flow and expand and contract and they can just be a lot more. They just process things a lot more quickly. When it comes to our solar plexus, our sacral center, which is the reproductive area and our root, our base, which is down from our lower spine to our feet. These three energy centers don't move as quickly. They have got karma built into them. They operate on deeper frequencies and to shift, grow, evolve our soul through these energy centers. It just takes more time and more processing. We've got our solar plexus. It's below our ribs and in our upper belly. It encompasses our abdomen, our stomach, our pancreas, our kidneys, adrenals, our liver, our gallbladder, our spleen. It's our middle spine and our upper intestines. This area also holds our toxicity meridian of organs, which encompasses the kidneys, the liver, the gallbladder, the spleen, and the pancreas. This is about how we process things through our body physically and metaphysically. It is our connection from our heart and our solar plexus. It's how we have our personal power in relation to saying no, uh, standing up for ourselves and standing in our own power. It is our individuality and truly is our innate inner guidance system when it comes to receiving day to day guidance for our personal life, just our life, nobody else's. Our life can affect other people's lives and have an influence on that. However, this is just about yourself. Some of the issues that can come into this area are our personal power, our self-esteem, our self-love, our self-respect, our moral code, our confidence, trust, fear, intimidation, sensitivities to criticism and our personal honor. What I truly want to hone in on today with our solar plexus, um, the archetypal meaning here, by the way, is honor oneself and it's the color yellow. I didn't explain that each energy center has a color. So our root is red, our sacral is orange, our solar plexus is yellow, our heart is green, our throat is like a lovely sky blue color. Um, the third eye is like a dark night sky blue color and our seven I see is like a I see it as a beautiful white light and also sometimes connecting with it in a like a, like a darker lilac-y kind of purple. However many people will see them differently but in everyday life you can go and look up any book or Google it and you're going to see them in these colors. A more spiritual, in-depth connection to this energy center. I'm going to start explaining through holiness. For you, have you ever wondered or thought about what is holiness? And I appreciate that this isn't a common topic, but it is a very rich topic. And what does it mean to experience something that is holy? Something that has the presence of sacredness around it. Similar sacred ground. Um, So we seek out people of the light or we seek out places that are holy. We go to travel to different countries that have places of holy significance or sacred significance. And we go to visit that to in seek of something. I'm sure that everyone may have like a a memory or or thinking, yeah, I would love to go and visit this uh, place in history because there is some holiness or some sacredness around it. And in essence, it does have some some charge to it that attracts you. When we are standing on holy ground or somewhere sacred, or we ask for a blessing, there is a frequency that reaches us. 
It's as though it gathers all of our fragments. It dispels negativity and charges us in a way that ordinary breath does not. I would relate this to asking for a prayer, saying a prayer in a time of real need, and every cell in my body knows that it is answered. It's not about even being answered. It just knows that what I'm asking for, particularly if it is divine help or guidance or support, that I just know it's going to be there in a moment. I know it's already there with me because that is the power of holiness. So I want to relate this to the way of our life, the way of the universe and the way of nature, the way of our personal nature and how we stay in balance inside of us, our, our internal, our external world, the yin and yang, the male, the masculine, the feminine, all of the balance that however you see it, however you've known or come to understand it to be within us, that need to understand and listen to the flow within us and how we know and how we experience when we are in balance and when we are not in balance, how our choices in our day-to-day life, our day-to-day language, our day-to-day essence of ourself contributes to our state of harmony or how it can present disharmony and understanding how we can naturally just flow in harmony and how our inner guidance system is continuously giving us messages and signals that come from in our body that have a purpose and it's questioning. So we walk along and suddenly we have this pain in our hip or our wrist starts to hurt or there's this tiny niggling essence of something happening in our neck and that guidance system is receiving this through our solar plexus and it's showing up for an invitation for us to ask what is the purpose of this our body is continuously a messenger center and it is always giving us signs and signals for that invitation of what is the purpose of this? What is it serving to me? Is it doing something? This is our guidance. We don't make it up. It just appears. And guidance will come to us through any portal that it can reach us. So if we are dulling down and not listening to our inner guidance system and staying in balance on our day to day, we will get interrupted in our sleep um, to explore a dream so that there's guidance and, and messages being received to us. They will always find a way. And when we are out of balance and we aren't listening, these messages and symbols can be quite traumatic. So the importance and the guidance of that awakening as we journey into the time we are moving into and the time we are now living in is to embrace and start to understand how important this energy center is and the guidance that it can give us. It's that part of our life that's keeping us in balance and it operates within the law of consciousness, the law of nature and the law of oneness. It is the charge of positive or negative or what can be perceived as right or wrong. It's that act of personal betrayal and where we question ourselves. In this center, our soul is involved and our soul is a vessel of truth. When you operate outside of the vessel of truth, you are going to get hit and it's going to be in your solar plexus. Your innate system, your soul, isn't designed to play with the truth and when we do begin to play with the truth, we have to dive into ourselves to dark places to start projecting onto others why we are doing things or finding blame or making excuses and repeating the narrative over and over again. Like this person betrayed me and I feel this way because of it. And then we're sharing and projecting that story on and on and on. Because when those stories that we hold on to, those negative associations or experiences that we've had in our life, when we hold on to them, we need to keep repeating them to keep them alive. And they don't serve us because there's no real truth to it. However, narrative 
narratives that are experiences that we share that have grace. The grace alone sustains the narrative. We don't have to project that onto others. The sharing of the message that we let grace flow through us to share that holy message and experience offers something to somebody. We are invited or we feel that calling. Our guidance system, our solar plexus ignites something in us that feels the need to share that particular story with that particular person. And in that is a sharing of grace. Grace can also show up in the simplest moments of that extended eye contact with a stranger. Really doesn't have any exact meaning to it, but you feel it and you you acknowledge it, but it doesn't really, you don't really know what it was for, but in that something charged through you to them or charged from them to you and you receive it. And guess where you receive it? You receive it in your solar plexus. So it's very important that this place is open and active and that we are able to go inside, feel and be connected to the senses and the symbols that are coming from it because our innate guidance system is where we're going to receive our messages. So when we talk about the emotion of unhappiness as one example, and I use this example because I could put on a pattern in a kinesiology balance that we are holding on to unhappiness on some level, whether it is conscious, unconscious, subconscious, you could be the happiest person in the world. However, somewhere we are exploring the emotion of unhappiness. To get happiness, we must feel unhappy because we can't know happiness without knowing happiness. Sometimes that emotion of unhappiness as an example or something we're going through that makes us unhappy, this could be from a really hard thing to process like losing a loved one to a really simple moment in a grocery store that we take away unhappiness. However, for some reason, it's triggered within you for a purpose at that time in your life. We're alerted by it and it can make us feel anxious or basically give us symptoms and signs of our physical body now manifesting an imbalance. And usually the response, this trigger is that we stop eating, like you shut down and you go into um, quietness and, and you just don't fill this space because you don't want to fuel it or you go the other way and you start just shoving food into your into your mouth and shoving food down into your solar plexus so you're overeating because you're trying to shut down this energy center you're trying to silence it to stop feeling to stop sensing to stop hearing to stop feeling so you do not comprehend and you stop receiving intuitive hits of information that tell you how to get back on path or what is going wrong or what needs to come through for you at that time because this is where we get those intuitive hits. And I am sure, and I'm confident that every single person, whether you can acknowledge it or not, or want to acknowledge it or not, is another story that you have received some kind of intuitive hit of guidance in that gut feeling of knowing that there is something here for you. And we try and jam the center up so that we are uncomfortable in another way. And that guidance doesn't come up for us. Maybe it's just that we don't want to deal with that unhappy emotional feeling. These feelings can come up because there is a chance and an opportunity to grow your soul. And I'm not talking about grow it in terms of being better than somebody, or anything like that, just for your learning, for your growth, for your expansion, your personal experience to heal, to forgive, to expand and grow out to that new way or that new, um, I want to say it's like an expansion of your energy field. And then you, you, you kind of heal the experience that you're having. And then you suddenly grow out to that next layer and then more fun things can come up to deal with in this energy center. But I'll explain it in the way that I experience it. So let's say we just have an experience in our life where we feel unhappy about it. We we want to tell ourselves we're dealing with it, right? We want to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm dealing with that. It's fine. Like, it's fine. It's no problem to me. It's all good. I'm going to deal with it. I'm dealing with it. I'm getting through it. Already the language has changed. Already the tone has changed. We are clearly not dealing with it. We are not, we are not,
not honoring our word to ourselves. So we've already crossed our own boundary. We haven't respected ourselves or our self-esteem enough to acknowledge the fact that there is something going on that needs to be dealt with. And we are probably not eating or we are probably shoving food down of ourselves going, oh my goodness, what has happened to me? Why has my pattern uh, changed so much in this area? Why is there so much pain in this area? Why am I bloated? What is going on? And this is the time we might feel a lot of anxiety. We don't know what the source of all of this is. The truth in this moment is to realize I am out of balance and I am shutting my guidance system down because I don't want to deal with something. My personal power currently will then be turned off. So I'm leaking from this area. You might have physical symptoms of that, like physical human body symptoms, or you may experience the one I first referenced around over sharing or not sharing at all. How do we get ourselves back into balance? What I truly need to do is to take time to stop and listen, fully listening, not where I'm trying to channel, not where I'm asking for answers or expecting things to come through, but to just go deep inside and listen and just sit and just wait. This is a practice of trust, faith, patience. This is just how it is. A time of reflection to wait and be guided to the messages that need to come through you to reset this energy system. But the physical reset on this energy system is to fast. And this isn't a fasting to lose weight. This isn't a fasting that's about anything other than resetting your solar plexus center and allowing the balance to naturally, to innately come back to itself. It's about stopping what comes in and what goes out. A chance to evaluate what is in your solar plexus or what do I shove in here and what comes out of here physically, emotionally, mentally, psychically, spiritually. How deeply do I listen to what is in here and how well do I listen to myself? This is the center of yourself. If I say to myself, I'm going to do something, do I do it? Do I have a word to myself? Do you have a word to yourself? If you say to yourself, I'm going to wake up in the morning, I'm going to go and run 5Ks for the next five days. I'm going to walk it. I'm going to get through those 5Ks no matter what they are. I'm going to honor it to myself and I'm going to keep my word to myself. But you wake up the next morning and then suddenly you're like, oh, it's cold outside. I have a sore leg. You find all of the saboteur coming in, but you push through the saboteur and you go out and you do it anyway. How do you feel? How different? do you feel when you honor your word to yourself? Will you say to yourself for the next six hours, this, this takes six to eight hours, right? To just reset your solar plexus in a fast. The fast doesn't just have to be food. It's not about starving yourself. This is about fasting. You might just fast from sugar. It doesn't matter what it looks like to you. It's about taking the focus away from the physical and going into the spiritual, going into your solar plexus to see what is coming up. It's about going back to your word, going back to your truth, not crossing your own boundary and releasing any sabotage that comes up. This is about removing the toxins from this area, clearing negativity, releasing attachments to old stories, patterns, areas of your life that you are not forgiving yourself for. And these will come up in momentary memories that just flash into your head and you think, oh my goodness, I have not thought of that for years. How do I even remember that moment? And bang, you know it. That's where I need to release my energy from. That's where I need to call myself home from. That's how I need to bring myself back into wholeness. And this is how we tune in to holy listening. So the holy listening is heightened by the fasting and the fasting in its own purpose 
is clearing, it's cleansing, it's allowing reflection, and it is preparedness. It is going to prepare you in preparation for where you are called to realign your purpose to. This energy center holds so much power. It's so much personal power in relation to your direction and your purpose. This is when your word matters. You need to have that strong sense of self in order to change your own life. And this fasting is that opportunity and that holy listening is that inner deep guidance that you will receive when you sit and wait. How easy is it in this world where we have children, we have families, we have workloads, we have commitments to quieten down and to fast. We have so much happening in our life at the moment. And this was an extremely comforting sense in this time of chaos to come into myself, to release all of the negativity and the heaviness and the weight. And I'm sure that some of you have been feeling this in the atmosphere over the last week, but it also is that releasing of last year and moving into this year, resetting ourselves, letting go of all that doesn't serve us and setting ourselves up for our true direction. And whether we thought we were heading in one way, if we are called to realign, it is time to fast. It is time to listen and it is time to listen wholly. When we do this, we are able to witness ourselves in our uncomfort. We are able to observe our impatience and what comes up for us out of our solar plexus. What we experience when we have to honor our word to ourselves to, to fast six to eight hours and so much will move through you in this time. It's an opportunity to witness how you behave when you're vulnerable. And in this case, by choice, moving through your solar plexus, an invitation for you to realign where you are headed, what no longer serves you and how to truly activate and reset your inner guidance system is take the opportunity to fast from something for six to eight hours. Fast from something that you may feel addicted to. Maybe it's your phone, maybe it's sugar, maybe it's just food in general and nourish yourself. Obviously always take your medications and nourish yourself with liquids, but just inviting in that discipline by choice, not to discipline for punishment, but to discipline for for your soul, your soul to grow and heal and to truly just release the toxicity physically from your body and emotionally, mentally, and allowing in the messages of guidance that are sitting outside of your energy field, waiting for space to come through, waiting for the moment for you to make space in this busy time, for you to not be so busy, for there to be a moment where some clarity can come through. And then from the practice of fasting and taking time to sit and listen wholly, you will, you will receive something. It is a beautiful invitation to reset this energy center. This energy center, as all of our energy centers or chakras, as most people will refer to them as, they hold a lot of our health. So the more that we can clear them out and work with them, the healthier, the better we're going to experience our life. So the prayer I will leave you with for holy listening is titled, God, you speak to me, you are close. I hear as words from my deepest self. From here, I am to be healed, replenished and consoled. Let me feel living waters splash upon my heart. Drench me in the gift of you. Lord, teach me who I am in you. Hold me strong and don't let go, even when I do. Keep my eyes open, transfixed to you and your eternal desire. I am certain you will draw me to yourself, for you are love self who delights in the simplest murmurings of praise, which he and she and I together cannot help but hum. 